So tonight we're going to continue to understand what Shabbos is all about. What did we say? That the whole tachlis of all of the Judaism that we do, every bit of Torah, all the mitzvahs, everything is only to get? To get close to Hashem. To get close to Hashem. Very good. So if you ever want to know, why do we have to learn Torah? Why do we have to do this mitzvah? Shake this lulav. Keep Shabbos. What's the purpose? The purpose is that these are vehicles. They take you to a destination. The destination is to get close to Hashem. So let's learn some Zoyar. The Zoyar says, All of the blessings of above and below all come from the seventh day, which is Shabbos. Do you want to be successful? Yeah, of course. All the success that you're going to have in the next week, you know where it all comes in, where the seeds are on the day of Shabbos. You want to be healthy? Leib, you want to be healthy next week? You want to be healthy? All of the blessings of health, wealth, and happiness. Chaim, you want to be happy? The day of Shabbos brings all, it's like you get a deposit into your bank account of health, wealth, and happiness. All comes in on Shabbos. So you know know what just strikes me very interesting? I once had a situation once that happened to me that I was not in the mood of davening. Ha! Can you believe it? Once? Once it happened to me as Azach. I wasn't Murdavening. And then you know what happened? I thought to myself, you listen to what I thought. I said, hang on. Who am I doing this for? It's all for me. God has everything. He says, I'm willing to give you everything, but I want you to ask for it. So why am I asking God, please forgive me of my sins? That's for me. Please give me Parnassah. That's for me. Give me Nachas for my kids. That's for me. Let me be happy. Let me be successful. Let me be popular. Let me get a better job. Let me get a raise. Let me, right? That's for who? Not for God. So what am I saying? Oh, I'm not in the mood of getting stuff. You ever happen? Can you imagine? Let's go. Everybody, tomorrow, it's a hassle. when you come back home, tomorrow when you come home from work, we're all going to the new TJ Maxx. I'm giving everybody a $500 credit, and you can buy whatever clothing you want. Are you for real? Oh, I don't want to. I'm not in the mood. We wouldn't say that. Why? It's for you. Hashem can make it. How much money? Uh, fine. You have to have faith in it. It's true. But who am I doing it for? Lab, let's say somebody in Hosted Home, we're not going to say names, has $10,000 in their bank account. 13. I don't want to say Okay? Do you, know that, do you know that in one minute you could have go from 13000 to zero? Cash it in, baby. How? How? How could it be that by the by this the same time next week when we give the shear that you'll have zero? How could it be? Error in the account. Take it away. That's all error in the account. What other way? God forbid. What other way? I die. If you die, forget it. You don't need the money. What other way? Um, I don't know. Think. Are you looking for a specific thing? Anything. There's a fire in the bank. They go bankrupt. There's another... No, that's not going to happen. How about, God forbid, you get hit by a car. And you break your leg. You have no insurance. And your bill is $13,000. Boom. Goodbye. No. I'm going to wait until I... you know, take a bus to Montreal. You can't. Your, your leg is broken and they have to operate immediately. Otherwise, they're going to amputate your leg. Uh, so wait a second. A guy ready. punches you in the face and knocks out four teeth. And you have to get new teeth. How much is that going to cost? 
$13,000. We all say, oh, I have. I have. When something goes bad, what do we curse? God. We all believe in God when something goes bad. As soon as something goes bad, God, God, right? Of course, if, God, if you say you hate God, it means you believe in God. That's correct. It's a good one. That's correct. The first home sweet homeboy told me the following story. He said, sometimes I get so angry at God because I had such a hard life, I had so much pain, that you know what I do? Sometimes I curse God. And I turned to him and I said, wow, I never met somebody who believes so strongly in God. He says, what do you mean? I said, well, you're in a room and you're yelling at air. means you you really believe, you know you're upset. Well, you know who caused you your pain. You really believe in God. Not only you believe in God, you believe that God does everything and controls everything because otherwise your pain didn't... Was, you'd think that God caused your pain. That's an amazing level of emuna. And he looked at me, he looked at me and he said, wow, I never thought of it that way. It's true. I really believe in God. And I really believe that God controls everything. And I'm really angry because I'm in so much pain. So when we go ahead and we want to keep Shabbos, of course it's difficult. Why do you keep Shabbos? For who? For Avi? For God? For your friend? For your father? For your mother? For yourself? Who are you keeping Shabbos for? If all the blessings of the week, and we believe that Hashem controls everything, and all of everything, your whole next week, you're going to be a good week, a bad week. Here, good news, here, bad news. Everything's up to God, right? So, who are you keeping Shabbos for? For yourself. Is it hard? Yes, I know it's hard. And then if you can't do it because it's hard, so we understand that. But let's understand, you're not doing anything for anybody else. So he says that if all the blessings from above and below are talui, Depend on Shabbos. Nichlal Bozetz included. Shabbos is Shorish Shabbos is the root of all Torah mitzvahs because everything is included in Shabbos. So all of Ruchnius is included in Shabbos. So all Torah mitzvahs is included in Shabbos. Shabbos. It is the healing medicine. L'chol Yehudi for every Jew. B'chol Matzav Shu Nimtza in any situation that you find yourself. Which is it is the medicine for every Jew in any situation that you find yourself because Hashem gave you this as a gift that through this gift of Shabbos you can reach your destination the Tachlis of Yiddishkeit which is Dveikas Bashem. We said that the purpose of all Judaism is to connect to God and we explained last time that the escalator, the elevator that shoots up much more than during the week is Shabbos that it brings you up. You can connect to God. If you have a good Shabbos and you do it the right way, you'll realize that you, you have the headspace to connect to God. It's such a hassle. Anything good is a hassle. You could become a, uh, a doctor and make a lot of money. That's a hassle. You'll become a lawyer to hassle. Anything good in life is a hassle. Tell me one thing that you can do. You can't even build muscle. You can't build muscle without a hassle. Tell me one thing good that you can accomplish in life without a hassle. I don't know how much I'm in pain right now. You know how many pull-ups I did at work today? Why? It's a hassle. It's killing me. Why? It's a hassle. Every bone in my body hurts right now. Why did you do it to yourself? It's a hassle. What's the goal? In this light that Shabbos is the vehicle that's going to bring you towards your destination, of the entire purpose of your life, there are beautiful mishalom examples of what Shabbos is. In Shabbos, in many visions. And the reason that we're doing this is because when it comes Shabbos, I want you to picture yourself in one of these visions to understand the emotion and the opportunity of what Shabbos is. Number one, Marshal Lamelech, there's an example of a king, Sheshalach as Benoilim Rechakim. He sent his son far away. 
He sent him on a mission to go undercover, to go far away, because he, through this mission he was going to be able to make his, his kingdom stronger. Because where the sun was going are found over there enemies of the king, so he was scared for his son's life. He gave him all kinds of weapons so he could protect himself. And in addition to that, the Chol Shavua, every week, Shaleach Loi Michtav, the king sent his son a letter. Shaboy Koisav Loi Beremez, Atafkidam Yuchat Beshavua. He sent his son a letter with a hint, covered up, so he should know what his purpose is to do in the next week. And then there were other times, Yesh Oids Manam Yuchadim, Bashana, Shenifkash Itoi Ponim Oponim. There were a few times a year that he met with his son. Face to face, umedabrim ozal anyanim umichadim sheyesh ladabel l'tzarich chizuk v'eschaskus b'milut tafkidei, and he spoke to him about the different things that he needs to know in order to fulfill his tachlis. So the father sends his son to make his kingdom stronger, and because he's in danger, the son is going to be surrounded by enemies. He gave him weapons. And he sent him a letter once a week about what his mission is to continue. And he meets with him a few times a year. K'moichein, so too. Avinu Shabashamayim, our Father in Heaven. Shahoyedes Nishmasenu, Mimakim Gavayalamakim Namach. He took our Nishama, our soul, and he sent it down from a very high place down to this low, low place. How low is this earth? To the place that our Nishama, our soul was in Shamayim, a piece of godliness. He sent it down to earth, the place, the dwelling place of Taiva, of desires, sinful desires. So in order that we should be able to protect ourselves, Hashem gave us Taira and Mitzvah. I created the Yetzirah, but on the other hand, I gave you Taira to protect yourself. So Hashem sent our neshama, this pure, beautiful neshama, this pure soul, a piece of godliness. He sent it down to this disturbing, disgusting earth. So He sent for protection, Torah and mitzvahs, so the soul can keep itself pure. But Hashem did more than that. Once a week, God gives us a tremendous gift. The holy day of Shabbos. Shekol Shultani Rugzin. All of the rulers of chaos, Umari Didina, and the masters of din, of judgment, Kul Arkin Vis Arbubina. On the day of Shabbos, the Zayr says, all of the masters of din and bad and judgment, they run away from Shabbos. Someone who keeps Shabbos, it pushes away the bad malachim from trying to hurt him. And also Hashem made up with us a few times a year, that we get to see Hashem, we get to meet Hashem. These three times that we meet Hashem, that we have a chance to get close to God, Sukkis, Pesach, and Shavuos, they give us a special shmir, they protect us from harm of the Yitzhahara, and they tell us how to live our lives. There are secrets in there. And through them, through Yantif, we strengthen the Kesher, the bond and the connection between every Jew and God. So that's Marshal number one. Okay, Chaim, I want you to say Marshal number one. Marshal number one is going to be your Marshal. 
and that is a father sends his son to go to the enemy. And in order to protect him, he gives him weapons, and then once a week he gives him a letter, gives him a message of what to do for the next week, and gives him chizuk, you know, it's going to be good, this is what I want you to do. And a few times a year he meets him to give him chizuk. So too Hashem sent our neshama down to this earth. It's a bad place for a holy neshama. It's a bad place for a holy neshama. So Hashem gave him weapons, Torah and mitzvahs, to protect you from the Tumah of the world. And then Shabbos is a matana Torah that he sends you once a week to protect you. And then a few times a year, Shalash Rodalim, Yantif, that Hashem comes to, to connect with you and to strengthen your bond. Got it? Yeah. Okay. Number two. Lab, this is going to be yours. In the Sefer Tairus Ovis, it says a different example of what Shabbos and Yontif is. The son of a king, there was a he was thrown out of the kingdom and he was sent to live in the trailer park. I don't know, every week, why you end up in the trailer park? <laughs> They sent his son away. They said he was very bad and he's going to be thrown out of the kingdom and he's going to be living by the, by the Anoshim Gassim, by the fat low lives. Okay? People who don't have much to live for. But he was worried that his, that his pure, that his good son should not get ruined from them. So he made up with him once a week. He said, you know what, a whole week, they threw you out of here, a whole week. But once a week you get to come back to the castle and I'm going to meet with you. So that way you're going to be able to stay close to me. And a few times a year I'm going to come visit you. So once a week you get to come to visit me. And a few times a year, I'm going to come visit you. Shabbos is like Hashem invites us to spend the day with Him. It's a heavenly day. It's So it's a very heavenly day, Shabbos. And it's like Hashem is bringing us to Him. That we can live as high as we can to be in the atmosphere of God. And Yom Tovim is the concept of that the king comes down to visit his son, that Hashem comes to visit us. So Leib, this is yours. They throw away the son from the king. And the king's worried that he's going to be living out with the regular people and he's going to lose his prestige. So he says, you know what? Even though you can't be with me all the time, once a week, I want you to come and be with me. So that way you'll remember you're a prince. And you should live like a prince. And a few times a year, I'm going to come visit you in your trailer park. And I'm, this way I'm going to come visit you and I'm going to give you chizik to go on. The next mushal is my favorite mushal. He gives an example of Shabbos to somebody who is going He's going on a long journey. He's walking very, very far. In the rain, and in the cold. And he's cold to the bone. He's soaking wet and he's frozen to the bone. And his soul is hungry. And he's thirsty. And the cold gripped him. He's walking. Okay? So this guy is walking very, very far in the rain. And it's freezing cold. And he's soaking wet. And he's hungry. And he's thirsty. And he's shivering. All of a sudden, his eyes light up. Umaleya Kaltov. All of a sudden, he looks in. He says, wow. And he sees his house. And he looks inside the window. 
and he sees the fireplace, and he sees people walking around in bathrobes, and he's like a spa over there. And he says, wow, the nichnas pnima, and he goes inside, the hichlif begadav, and he changes his, from his wet clothing, he changes his clothing, the sad libay, and he fulfills his heart, he eats, he fills himself with, with delicious food and drink, and he rests up, and he becomes renewed like a, like a new person, so that way he can continue his journey. Shabbos Kodesh. He al-Achsanya. Shabbos Kodesh is that hotel. The resting place. The Yoyna finds the bird, found a place to stay. And you know who rests on Shabbos? Yegiyei Koyach. Those who are tired. And you can rest up and get tremendous strength. Chizuk. Where? In your neshama in your soul, <coughs> so that way you can continue in the Yom Maboim. Now let's understand. Let's be honest. Are you tired? Right now? Right now, man. Not, phys- not physically. Aren't Emotionally you, exhausted. Aren't yeah. you, what's, what are we tired of? Aren't we tired of struggling with the Sahara? Aren't we tired of, you know what it's like having one foot in one canoe, and the other foot in another canoe, and each one starts going in a different direction. And this is what we live with. One part of us wants to be so good. One part of us wants to be so bad. But the bad guy is so much stronger. Bad guy is real stronger. And we're torn. Because how do you know that you're torn? Because every time you do something bad, you feel... Like feel what do you feel like? You feel like crap. Why? When you do something bad, you see results on the spot. You have a problem, you take a drug. You're feeling on the spot. You see results on the spot. You're chilling. Right, that's the whole difference between goodness and bad. Everything bad, you feel right away. Everything good, you have to invest and be patient. It's much harder. Everything. There's nothing you could accomplish in this world that you're going to get right away. You want to, you want to become buff? You gotta work. You gotta work out every single day, and it's gonna hurt you. And it's ow, ow. It's not easy. You wanna become rich? You wanna become rich? You're gonna become rich without working? You know better than anybody. You wanna become rich? Hashem should help you. You'll be rich. You're working. Your tuch is off. It's easy. You don't see it right away. You go to work today. You saw anything? No. At the end of the week, you're gonna see it. You're gonna see it at the end of the week? No. At the end of the month, you're gonna see it. You know when you're gonna see it? In a year from now, you're gonna have ten thousand dollars in your bank account. You can't do anything in this world that that you're gonna feel good about. That happens right away. This whole world is about a fight, a struggle between instant gratification and long-term pleasure. Listen to me. This whole world is a struggle between instant gratification, means I feel good right away, and long-term pleasure. means that eventually I'm going to really be happy. Long-term happiness. It's about short-term pleasure and long-term happiness. Yeah, you want to become a doctor. You gotta go through ten years of med school. You don't get to sleep, and they Jesus. tell you what you you can't just go out for a smoking break, and then you have to work sixteen hours. It's really hard. And they give you books and books. Nothing. You can't be successful at anything in this world. Not even working out. Not even building muscle. Not even not even being a good basketball player. Not even being a good a good racquetball player. Unless you dedicate yourself for it. And right away after you dedicate yourself, how do you feel? It hurts. You don't see anything. But I know in ten years from now. So, but one second. Who's successful in this world? The people who took the easy way out and did all the instant gratifications? The ones who invested into their future, they have something in their pocket. Now, I'm going to give you an example. I just thought of it. You have two pockets in your pants. Two front pockets in your pants. 
The left one has a hole, a full pocket has a hole in it. And the right one is a regular pocket. I'm going to give you $100 to put in your left pocket, or I'm going to give you $1 to put in your right pocket. Which one do you want? Every day, I'm going to give you $100 for your left pocket, or $1 for your right pocket. The guy who's caring about short-term pleasure, give me the $100. I'll have it for a little bit of time in my pocket. I'll feel rich. But the guy who cares about his future in 10 years from now, you know how much money I'm going to have? $3,650 from a dollar a day for 10 years. I just figured that out right now. Yeah? $3,650. Yeah. That? Okay. Add a zero. $3,650. From what? From a dollar a day. So how are you going to feel after a week? You're going to feel like, I have nothing. I have $7. But you're on the way to something. So this whole world, again, is the struggle between instant gratification, short-term pleasure, and long-term happiness. So too, the same thing. You could have a lot of instant gratification. You could, have, you could smoke up. You could steal money. You can do whatever you want. You can go ahead and have sex. You could do a lot of stuff. But you know what? As soon as it runs through your pocket, in a, sh- in a short amount of time, you know what's left in that left pocket? Let me ask you a question. How much money did you steal in your life? Never steal, man. Okay. Money, money, or like stuff? How many, money, money. How many sins did you steal from God? How many weed did how you much, steal? How much pleasure, how much drugs did you do in your life? Drugs is not a, a crime. I'm just picking all these things. You know what you have in that pocket from all of that? It's not making you happy now. But the point is, when you make a decision, all those decisions that you did for short-term happiness, you have nothing from it. And all the decisions that you made, put for the other hand, for the other pocket, as small as they were, right? A chesed, you did something to help somebody, you saved up a penny, you saved someone else money, whatever it was, those things are there forever. Not, the only way to learn is by doing mistakes. And you have to do mistakes by doing these stuff. But guess what? Uh, I have nothing from the mistakes. Guess, True. guess what? But it could be a better person. Guess what? A smart person learns from his mistakes. The first time. A genius learns from somebody else's mistakes. You could have learned from everyone else who did those mistakes. So let's go back to what we were talking about, okay? We were talking about Shabbos. We said, aren't you tired? But aren't you tired of the struggle to do the right thing? It's so hard. Of course it's hard. So, Zok the Shalom. And this is your Marshal Well, it's not even so hard, it just comes like a natural thing. Right. So, Nesiva Shalom says, Shabbos is the day of rest. You know what it means, the day of rest? Guys, when we started learning about Shabbos, I asked you, well, what's Shabbos? And you said, the day of rest. Right? Somebody even said, why did God have to rest? Oh, we have to do what God did. God should have gone to a club. I would be from. I would follow and go to a club. Of course, everything is physical and is also spiritual. So physically, it's a day of rest. We don't work. That's not the point of Shabbos. You know what should rest on Shabbos? Your struggle. Your struggle. It's the day to say, no Yetzirah today. I know that the Yitzhahara is going to fight me, but on today, you're not going to win. One yeah, day a week that I get to rest. Yeah, but but you can change that. Because the one day of week that you could say, you know what, Yitzhahara, you have me Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> and you drive me a cup, and it hurts, and I'm tired. One day I'm going to rest. I'm going to rest from the struggle. I'm just going to do what I need to do. I'm going to do what I know is right the way I want to be. I can't be like that a whole week, but I could be like that one day a week. Oh, Yitzhahara, you but one day not. One day I'm going to go back to Olam Haba. One day I'm going to live, not like me now, like I want to be in the future. And then you know what happens? That's what you become the rest of the week. But that's what he's saying, that the bird flew and it rested on Shabbos. We are all busy 
in pain, and we are all confused, and we all have Yitzharish during the week. We are tired of it. How many of us daven to Hashem and say, Hashem, please, make my Yitzharish stronger. Make my Yitzharish weaker. Take me out of the struggle. Nobody wants to be bad. Nobody, want, nobody says, make my struggle easier by turning off my Yitzharish. Nobody says that. Everybody says, make my struggle easier by turning off my... Leib, what did you say before? Yitzharish is so strong. He's crazy strong. If you had to ask God, what would you ask God? That you shouldn't be split in half. That he should turn off Yitzhahara or turn off Yitzhah Taif? The, the other one. The Yitzhahara. Right? So Shabbos is a day that you can do that. You could set up your life to do that. So, so, Lipa, this is your marshal. The marshal is, this guy is going and he's walking, right? And he's freezing cold and he's starving and it's raining on him and he's cold and he's wet and he's hungry and he's starving and he's thirsty and he has to walk very far. And in the middle of his journey, in the middle of walking, he sees a hotel, a motel, right? And he looks inside the windows and what does he see? And he goes and he knocks on the door and he goes inside and he changes his clothing and he eats and he drinks and he takes a beautiful rest. So that way, when the time is up, he can walk further in his difficult walk, his difficult journey, which is cold and rainy outside. That's what Shabbos is. You need a break. Every seven days, we need to say, Enough! Stop the, the battle between the Yitzhahar and the Yitzhahar. Give me one day off. The one day off is not, let me just do all the Averis in the world. The one day off is, let me not do any Averis for one day. What's yeah, going to happen? He's not letting you. Oh, but that's where you're going to fight. And that's where you're going to win. That's what Shabbos winning. is supposed to be. Win. But Shabbos is a day we should focus on. It's different than Monday and Wednesday. Shabbos is different. We say Shabbos is the one day I want to be as good as I can be. I don't want to battle. Yitzhahara comes knocks on the door and says, do this and this have error. So you know what? Shabbos is not the day because God wants to be close to me on Shabbos. This is not the day. The Siva Shalom says, how much of a Jew are you? Imagine that on your forehead, there's a level that says how connected you are to God. Because we said that the whole purpose is to connect to God. You read that like the Indians. Imagine that you have a number here that says from 1 to 100 how connected you are. I think 98. You're very connected to God. Yeah, I think so. so. I, I'll tell you will be by me. When I'm, I'm davening, it can go up to like 90, 95, and then in the middle of davening, I'm thinking about something else and it drops to, to 20. I walk in the street, it goes 80, and then it goes 10, right? And all different numbers are flying around all the time. My connection to God, right? I put on this, I put on the news, okay, it goes to 50. I put on Tamur, Vavaya, oh, there we go, I'm connecting to Hashem, goes up to 75. The number always changes. And that's really how much of a. This is life. This is life. How connected I am to God. So let me ask you a question. If you have to figure out what's your number, what is your real number? So there's only three choices. What are the three choices, guys? Come on. One way is. The highest number that I hit a whole week, that's my number. I hit a 98 this week, oh, it's 98, even though I did sometimes lower, but that's really my number. Another person would say, you know what's your real number? The lowest number. Because if you could be a 7, then you're really a 7. And another person would say, you know, let's be fair, we'll do an average. We'll do the middle. You have sometimes 90 and sometimes 10, so your number is 50. Because sometimes you're up and sometimes that sounds fair. Late. A 90. Why? Because let's say you're best. Well, but so what about the other time that you were a 10? You are not the old time. Shouldn't you get an average? So you fell. Oh, so listen to the thing that I was going to tell you that's a wow. You ready for this? Nesiva Shalom says, the number that you are on Shabbos, that's who you are. The number that you are on Shabbos, that is your level of Dveikus and Hashem. Imagine that you have like telephone wires. Okay, you have a pole over here, you have a pole over here, and in the middle it goes down. 
if Shabbos you're, you're a 90, and the next Shabbos you're a 90, right? But in the middle you fall. We can't keep our Tveikas level up a whole week. We're not tzaddikim. So Nesiva Shalom says that your level on Shabbos, that is your true Dveikos level. So Shabbos, if you can raise that level like you're doing, and you raise it from a 10 to a 60, right? Whatever, whatever it is, if you can raise it, it changes who you are as a Yid. It's not just, oh, it's just one day. That defines who you are. That's a wow. That's a wow. During the week, you have so many extra nisiyani, so many challenges, and you fall way low. Okay, but Shabbos, protect Shabbos. Hashabbos, a Shabbos is a concept of v'chagoyer nosno laknani. What is chagoyer? A belt, a rope, was given to a knani. What's a knani? A goy. Listen to what he says. Even if somebody's already like a goy. Even if somebody's already like a goy. And he goes and he is sinking. In what? In goyishkeit. Shabbos is the life preserver. That, that gets thrown to someone who's drowning in the ocean. As long as this rope is in your hands, you have life. Imagine, a guy falls overboard and he's drowning. He's going to drown, okay? And all of a sudden, the ship comes around and the captain throws him a life preserver. And he says, you hold on to that. As long as you hold on to this, you are going to live. You want to succeed? You want to live? You don't want to die from the stormy seas? Hold on to Shabbos. Listen to what he says. That that's what Shabbos is. You're going to die in the world of Shmutz. A whole week with all of the Shmutz, you're going to die. Hashem gave us a matana toiva, a gift. He threw down from Shemayim a rope that we hold on to. And that is called Shabbos. Shabbos is the day that you hold on to it with all of your might. It's your life preserver. And that will save your soul. As long as you hold on to Shabbos, you're going to be alive. Spiritually alive. You're going to be part of Klal Yisrael. And you're going to make it. But if you let go of Shabbos, it's impossible to succeed. It's impossible to get through, through life. All three of these Mashalim are, of course, Divrei Elikim Chaim. They're beautiful. They're, they're Torah. And they're right. Shabbos has all of these. The Chal Yehudi B'Matzavoy in every Jew in his situation. Everybody has to think of the Moshal that fits your personality, your spirit the most. And that speaks to you. What were the three Moshalim again? Chaim, what was your Moshal? The king sends his son. sends his son to... um like a spy thing. Right. And he sends him every week more weapons. And he sends first of all, he sends him weapons. He sends him weapons. And then every, every week, week he sends him a, uh, a hint of a letter. Letter. A letter. Well, how do you? Okay, good. Um, of how and secrets and every, all, kind, all this kind of stuff. And that he should succeed and come to his point. And the same thing is like this by us. Hashem sends us down to this world. To defend ourselves from the world. Very good. And then every week, Shabbos, he sends us something that we can rest and actually know what to do. Beautiful. This is the light of the week. Beautiful, beautiful. So if you want to get a message from God, 
Shabbos is the day to start. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Lame, go ahead. They make a decree that the son has to leave the father. So he's away and he's, the father's, the king is scared that he's going to start acting like a redneck. He wants him to oh. remember, you're a prince. Right. So, so he tells us. He says, okay, you go and act like whatever what you want, and then once a week I'm going to come to you. Once a week you can come to. Come to me, and we'll have a meeting. In the castle, and you'll we'll remember. Chillin. Okay, well, us in Chilland, and. Of right, I got you. <laughs> okay, and a few times a year I'm going to come visit you and your family in the trailer park. Right. Lipa, your marshal is that this guy is walking and he has to walk very far. And in the middle it starts to rain and it gets cold. He's freezing, he's cold, he's wet, right? And he's hungry and he's thirsty. And what does he see all of a sudden? A hotel. A hotel. A hotel, yes, in a few minutes. He's a hotel. And what does he do in there? And he eats and he drinks and he rests. So that way he can continue his journey. And so too, Shabbos. Shabbos. It's the day of rest from the fight with the Eitzahara. During the week, we get beaten up by the Eitzahara, and we're hungry and we're tired. And Shabbos is a day to rest spiritually.